0: Welcome to Get In The Ring with DJ D Coops and Beast Mike on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. It's time to get in the ring with DJ D Kooks and Beast Mike here on a Wednesday evening. As I Yes, take a drink awkwardly <laughs> as Beast Mike doesn't fill my awkward si-
1: silence. No, it's uh, it's good to be back here. Brand new decade, happy New Year to everybody. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed the New Year's uh, the New Year celebrations, however they did it, but. As we start the new year... Hopefully we, they uh, popped a little bit of the bubbly. Yes, a little bit of the bubbly. Hopefully you popped the bubbly responsibly. Uh, hopefully everyone popped the bubbly responsibly. Yes. But uh, yes, yeah, so the new year... New year, and obviously new flows of wrestling. Uh, obviously we both just watched the AEW and NXT as the inaugural war of their first full year as uh, comp competition. But of course... The new year in wrestling, as every year in wrestling seems to always start off with New Japan, and we have to cover SmackDown first. We do have because, to cover SmackDown as well.
0: Yes, because we have to cover the silliness that was Friday night. Did you see the Reigns match on the New Year's Eve thing? I did
1: not, and I probably was it, for the best that I did. I know it was.
0: It was a fifty-second squash.
1: Yeah. Justin McRae's look good. Basically, Justin uh, McRae's look good. That, that was that was kind of expected.
0: On Steve Harvey's New Year's Eve program. All right, but
1: SmackDown. SmackDown had a lot of returns. I think that was that was clearly the theme of the night. Uh, with SmackDown, Raw. The, and, and really Raw too. Let's cover
0: with the WWE Smack- stuff right now. But save yeah. the New Japan stuff for last.
1: Sure. Because that's chunky. A lot of takes. A lot of stuff happened there. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened with the New Japan, especially considering it was over, over a two-night deal.
0: It was a three-night deal if you consider New Year dash. Right. Because, and then we have the cards for New Beginning as well, so. New Beginning tour. So we'll be getting into that as well.
1: So, let's see. SmackDown, really the last, actually the last SmackDown of the 2010s. Uh, no, actually, no, that's not even true. The first SmackDown of 2019. First is SmackDown what 2020. This is. Or 2020, it was what was what happened here. So, we started with a... Triple Threat Tag Match of Sasha and Bailey versus Lacey and Dana and Alexa and Nikki. Now, I kind of agreed with with Alexa. They really Alexa and Nikki really didn't have much to do with this. This was clearly a beef of Lacey and Dana, really Lacey versus Sasha and Bailey. Can you not That's say the word Alexa line.
0: because I have an Amazon Echo
1: right next right, to me? Yeah, she does, have, yeah sorry, she does have the he does have the Echo. Okay, so. Bliss and Cross were kind of thrown into this to me. I don't think they really... No, have been like, Alexa, stop. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so Bliss and Cross were kind of just thrown into this. I don't know why they... Honestly, I don't think they really should have been involved in this, but I guess they wanted to keep them uh, doing stuff and try to get them closer to the tag titles. And I did not watch this worked. because there I get was it.
0: more important things on January 4th and
1: 5th. <laughs> So naturally, he was sleeping. Uh, I was sleeping. <laughs> but uh, but I did watch this. I did watch SmackDown. And decent uh, triple threat tag. But ultimately, it, it came down to the two teams that really should have been in this match. And Lacey laid out Sasha with a woman's right. And Dana Brooke, who to be fair to her, she's actually improved pretty good since she switched to SmackDown. She's been she's been improving. So I'm impressed. Dana with the centon to pin Sasha and get it done for her team. So the Blondes win the match. Next up, we got uh, Shorty G. We got Gable versus Wilder. There's a little bit of a backstage uh, interaction with the Revival and Gable, Chad Gable. I refuse to call him Shorty G. And uh, this match was fairly short. Ultimately, it was Gable who out-wrestled Dash Wilder and then – Finished them off with the ankle lock and tapped out Scott Dawson. So we got the Shatter Machine was uh was hit was, as um uh, Dash Wilder uh, came in. Scott Dawson came in to save uh Wilder and they hit Gable with Shatter Machine. And then Sheamus came back. Sheamus made his in ring return or not his in ring return his um his return into the I ring. Saw it
0: again. I saw the gift. I saw the gift for Chad Gable and Sheamus.
1: I saw that gift. I shared it. And Seamus did not miss. He promptly broke broke to the dome as Gable was turned inside out and flipped upside down. That was the first of several returns that happened on SmackDown. Next up, we got The Miz versus Kofi with a little bit of a backstage interaction before this as well that kind of set this up as uh, New Day, as Big E kind of hilarious uh, part of the promo. And the pancakes were flipped. And then Kofi versus, uh, versus Miz happened a little bit of, not necessarily a squash, but a little bit of a, a quick match, and ultimately it was Kofi getting a quick roll up to get the quick pin. Miz then snapped and then beat up Kofi as Biggie was too late to get the save, and then Miz skated away and out of the ring. Later on in the evening, John Morrison would appear out of Miz's locker room, so it seems that... Morrison's obviously, we know Morrison signed a couple weeks ago, so it seems like more can Morrison and Miz be back together? I am here for two things. I'm I'm here for the dirt sheet, and I'm here for Miz and Morrison back as a team, and possibly doing it, running some few with New Day and, and some other teams that you'll see later on. Yes. Yeah, so Next turned up, his heel. we got it. Yep, Miz did turn heel. Yes, we got a um, Gulak cutting a little bit of a promo. Oh God, that, this 370 slide PowerPoint.
0: <laughs> he only got through one slide. He, he, like, to be fair, I only saw the there...
1: slide, and it was <laughs> disgusting. It did not look good. It it looked, it looked very cartoony. Speaking but, of Otis, Otis Handles... Bruac,
0: his brother, um, not to make light of everything, um, mm. his brother uh, apparently is accused of child pornography and um, bestiality porn. Jeez. Uh, watching bestiality Born, so...
1: That's rough.
0: He has nothing to do with it. Drew Gulak has nothing to do with it.
1: Yep, yep. But that's, his that's brother, good. Rory... His brother needs to show.
0: Out. You can search Twitter. There's a lot on it. I'm not gonna get into it, but... There's a lot of stuff on it.
1: Hmm. Anyway. Lovely. Anyway, uh, Gulak got... Basically, the size of the image was obvious from the get-go. Otis kind of dispatched of Gulak rather quickly, especially hitting the Caterpillar. Uh, Mandy Rose would tell uh, Dolph to apologize to Otis. But uh, as they continue that storyline with, with Mandy and Otis, uh, which is actually somewhat way more entertaining than Lana Lashley on Raw to me. So I, I'm perfectly cool with this. Lana Lashley on Raw sucks. Sucks yes. high-titting. But but Mandy and but Mandy and Otis, as this like a, it's like a cute, entertaining part of this with Otis and Mandy. Uh, I, I hope that keeps going. Lana oh. and Lashley need to stop. And uh, but, but but Otis and Mandy, I, I'm okay with that one.
0: And then they get married anyway. What the fuck is this storyline?
1: That made that made zero tell me, tell sense. Me, tell me, tell me. That made zero okay. sense. But I, we'll we'll get to that when we get to Raw. Okay, Cesaro so versus Strowman, was a decent match. Nothing nothing too noteworthy, except for the fact that uh, Cesaro was one of the few people that can match strength with Strowman, but ultimately, it was too much of uh, Strowman to get it done and pin Cesaro, followed by an immediate Kinshasa from, from Shinsuke to Strowman to continue that hook with, uh, with Strowman and Shinsuke.
0: And then Reigns and Bryan versus
1: Corbin and Ziggler. That was, this was the main event of the evening? And the ma- the tag match itself was man Nothing too special. You missed almost nothing. But it was once the fiend hit the ring is when things picked up. So Light the fiend went out so red. I I have no I have no godly idea. The fiend came, comes in, does his thing, lays out Daniel Bryan with the bandable claw, and then by the time that there, there wasn't no this match, by the way. And by, by the time that uh, Roman Reigns comes in to try to check on Daniel Bryan, Corbin and Ziggler jump Reigns, and then we promptly get the, it looks like they're going to get the handcuffs and feed Reigns more dog food, just like they did a few weeks ago, but then Reigns' cousins, the Usos, make their triumphant return Thank back God. in the spring. I'm so no happy to Usos are back. Food. Yep, so the Usos made the save, uh, super kicks galore, two to Ziggler, two to Corbin, and they save Roman for more dog food, and that's how SmackDown ends with the, with the bloodline all in the ring all at once. Raw,
0: so, and then I want to cover NWA Power real
1: quick. Okay, cool. After. So, Raw, the first Raw of the new year, the first people in the ring were Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Now, Paul talks about so Brock collects a check, <laughs> pretty much. So the real question is, who is Brock going to face with the Royal Rumble? Will Brock defend the title, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, the answer for Brock. Perhaps maybe 29 under-individuals. Now, People are equating this to the IWGP champion being
0: in the G1. They've only done this a handful of times. Hmm. Bitches, the IWGP (laughs) champions in almost every G1.
1: This is true. This is very
0: true. So don't equate it to that, bitches.
1: who Who was doing that?
0: Uh, Social suplex was watching Twitter.
1: Oh, okay, all right. Anyway, Lesnar, who would, uh, Brock Lesnar, willingly will enter the Royal Rumble and come out first. Now, as far as I know, the title's not up for grabs, but which it's doesn't established. Make any sense. Which what doesn't make any sense? Yeah, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. I, uh, I guess it obviously means this: if Lesnar wins, he challenges uh, the Universal Champion. Obviously, he's trying to win both titles, uh, which. Would really be a terrible idea, but uh, but Brock is going to enter the War Rumble and come out first.
0: I'd rather Brock beat the fiend
1: and end that
0: fucking existence.
1: <laughs> uh, the fiend, the fiend will lose at some point. It's just a matter of to who and at what stage. I don't, I would rather him than Roman. Understandable. So Brock is going to be in the War Rumble first, and then we'll see who comes out. Who would you rather see come out second to deal with Brock? Marco stunt.
0: <laughs> Legit. Marco's fucking <laughs> stunt. <laughs> if, if contracts weren't a thing, Marco
1: fucking stunt. <laughs> Did you see how far Brock could throw him? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how far Brock could throw him? Oh, that would that would be bad. That <laughs> oh, That's so bad. I'm okay, an evil, you- evil man. I know. I was, we established that. Oh, wow. Evil, okay. Evil man. C- clearly the evilness of D-Cooks carried over from decade to decade is what we're saying here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, you <laughs> championship match. Andrade versus Rey. Pretty good match. Not as good as the stuff they did on SmackDown last year, but a pretty good match nonetheless. It got a little clunky at the end when Mysterio mm-hmm. accidentally hit Selena Vega and then Andrade would finish the to <laughs> and take the mask. So Andrade retains the title, but it's a little clunky at the end after the Selena stuff. But up until that point, the match itself was actually really good. So still a good match overall. Rey did have a little bit of revenge later on as he jumped Andrade and beat him up to the point where Andrade was no match to get it to, to get the mask. And Rey literally beat him up without the mask and then promptly took the mask from him after he beat him up. So that, that was absolutely least entertaining. Hopefully this leads cool. to the mask versus hell. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Or mask versus title, because Andrade still got the title. Oh, true. Yeah, give, give me a title versus mask on that one. I mean, the last time we've seen that was Ray Mysterio. <laughs> he had the classic with Jericho at the at the bash um, about a decade ago. So I want let's let's do that again. Triple did tag match. Viking Raiders, OC Street Profits. Another a solid match. A very good match here. So raw coming out with it with, with two good matches to start the year. Good stuff. But ultimately, it would be the dominance of the Viking Raiders and the overall size and group strength <laughs> of the group as they isolated uh Carl Anderson and eventually basically hit him with, with, and finished the deal with uh with a powerbomb into a splash and Rogue got the pin there on the splash. So good job there. Actually it was Eric who got the got the pin off the the splash there. So good job there by the Viking Raiders to get it done to keep the titles. Good match.
0: And uh, who is
1: Kevin and Joe's partner? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they kept that a mystery the whole night. Which uh, they kept it a mystery in several segments the whole basically all night long. Charlie Caruso tried her hardest to try to get a get a glimpse of who the partner would be, but uh, they, they Joe kept that highly in the wraps. He did a very good job of doing so. Becky Lynch comes out. Becky with a decent promo here, as clearly the Kill Bill promos continue with Becky. Asuka came out. Both really in Japanese. Thank pretty you. much entirely in Japanese. Pretty much entirely in Japanese. She, she basically trolled, she got at people on Twitter for that too, which I, I found very funny. Uh, but Asuka would get punched in the face by Becky, and it's established it's going to be Becky versus Asuka for the title at the Royal Rumble. As, really, this is the only one that Becky hasn't beaten. So, let's see if Becky can actually get it done.
0: And then the Rowan Mojo Raleigh segment. Oh, good mother (laughs) of Christ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually legit curious. I'm just legit curious about what is in that cage. Whatever is in that
0: cage.
1: Whatever is in that cage, it's worse. It must be terrifying. It must be. yeah. And it basically, Rowan destroyed some dude who's like 50 pounds with a brick in his pocket, and he had no pockets in his ring gear. So oh he- God. He was just a shitty-ass angle. And then basically, the, the whatever it is in the creature, creature is, basically spat at him in like some burning red Ew. color. Or oh, God. I, I don't know what, I don't, I, I was sort of like, Rowan, what is that? Like what did he just? What did he just? Whatever that creature was, what did he just spit in, in this dude's eyes? And the dude on Twitter probably was like, "I'm not telling. I'm not telling you what it looks like. I, I don't like. We're not doing that. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what it looked like." It's, a, it's, it's like, like he, baby Yoda
0: it, with baby Matanza in the cage.
1: Who knows? Who knows what it is? But it, it's
0: then it, Eric R and B Jeff Hawkins.
1: It's terrifying. Yeah, so Hawkins actually went on Twitter was like, I'm, "I'm not telling you what it looks like. I, I'm, I'm not going to say a word. Like, not a word." About it, okay. Uh, so this is been a good squash match. Styles destroyed Tazawa, hit him quickly with the DDT and the R- and an RKO after a phenomenal forearm. So AJ and Randy are gonna fight next week uh, to keep that going. And then we get bullshit. <laughs> and then we get the bullshit of bullshit. First, first off, how about the security guards jumping the jumping the priest? How a security yeah. guard jump the bull yeah, before that the was <laughs> I, I How how did not know he was? I did not know he was straight the whole time? It's hilarious. How? Let's 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 get that let's get that out the way first. How they jump the bull? They jump the bull before he ordained the, the the ceremony again, which I thought was I thought that was yeah, funny. He got beat up. He got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> he did get beat up before he could do anything. Like, they cut the commercials so quickly, and they didn't know what was to, like, like, nobody communicated to the security guards. Like, he's a part of the show. Like, he's part of the deal. That was funny. Oh, man, that was great. But. And, and then they. They, 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 totally did, they, they nice did the stupid marriage. They did the stupid marriage, and then Lashley. Prom, Lashley, it's just turned into a Rusev uh, cutting a promo against Lashley. They're going to fight next week. Please end this storyline. Nobody likes it except for maybe Vince and Lana on Twitter. But, but, but although to be fair, honestly, this is kind of revitalizing Rusev. I will say this: it, it, this storyline's awful, but Rusev's the only one that's truly winning. This is Rusev is getting he's getting over with the people now. He's he's getting more. He's, the the, the it's like Rusev, it's not quite Rusev day at its peak, but it's coming back to that. So Rusev ultimately, when this storyline finally ends. He's gonna come out small like a rose to me, so that's fine. So at least we're getting uh, we're getting Rusev close to Rusev Day status again, so that's fine. And then Charlotte and Sarah Logan. This wasn't too bad. I like it, energy Sarah Logan. I, I like this. I like the kind of fight that they, these two threw. They threw hands. This was a pretty. This wasn't even a match. This was just a straight up fight between the two of them. Not bad. I'm okay with it. The disrespect that Sarah Logan did to the robe, I thought, was, was a nice touch. And then Charlotte getting even with her and finishing off with the, with the boot to the face. Uh, but all of that was a nice touch. So let's see more of Logan versus Charlotte. This could this could be something. Drew I'm okay McIntyre with kills people. Destruction. Ma- McI- and McIntyre's another one is getting over. And is slowly and surely turning face. And I'm okay with this. I like this McIntyre as a face. This is a very good thing. McIntyre disposed of no way Jose. We're not, well, we're not even worried about that. And then and, uh,
0: Alistair Black was d- destroyed Sheldon Benjamin. Um Alistair I also wiped out some Benjamin.
1: Benjamin was forty four. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Alistair wiped out Sean Benjamin. This ten years ago, like, Benjamin Prime Benjamin versus Alistair would be a classic, but yeah, but not not this one. Uh Alistair destroyed Benjamin within like two minutes. But it's turned into Buddy Murphy jumping Alistair Black and continuing that storyline of and Buddy and Alistair have had two classics on Raw, so they they get around three. Let's see if Bobby Murphy can actually get a win against Alistair. That's also next week. Then we get to the main event. Now we get to the main event of, of the show, which turned into Rollins and AOP versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and the returning Big Show. Well, it's the Big Show! Big Show did his standard things. Obviously, the chop. Except he turning heel. Except for yeah, turning heel. Yeah, except for turning heel. He did not turn He, he left the heel character back in the 20s. But, uh, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big Show, make sure stay face uh, this time. And Big Show did his thing as a face. Uh, this match ended with AOP getting uh, their team disqualified, but all for the greater good. As Seth Rollins probably got punched in the face, as the Monday Night Messiah was was basically being dragged up the ramp by AOP. Somehow they're gonna have these three, these six men are gonna have like a, a tag team fist fight of some kind. Uh, I don't, I don't know where you're going with this, but. Any team with Big Show on it in a fist fight, probably going with that team. I'm going with Big Show. And that was Raw. Basically Big Show in particular. That was Monday Night Raw. NWA Power. Um, Joe Galley
0: welcomes us to the show, interviews Tim Storm. Um, He said he would love to hold the TV title, a workhorse title. He hypes up the tournament and the next phase which includes a blind draw. uh, Could possibly contain outsiders. And he... And then he talks about the match he had with Aldis, and the backstory behind Aldis is Aldis backed out of the the match that he was supposed to have with Storm on last week's edition of NWA, Um, and Royce Isaacs replaced Tim Storm, I mean Nick Aldis. Um, Camille, Camille arrives, she teases talking, but then stares down Storm, Storm doesn't care why she's here. He says, All this is supposed to be the face of the company, and he no-showed the main event last week, and the fans deserve more. Camille slaps him and asks if Alice is a coward. She laughs and leaves. So Tim Storm is so good. Then Trevor Murdoch! Mm-hmm, okay. And the Dalsons are arrived. Trevor puts over the roster. He thinks he can beat everyone. The Dalsons will face each other in the TV title tournament next week. Leaving Latimer and Murdoch to face each other in a match. So we go to a TV title tournament, and in this TV title tournament, the time limit is six minutes and five seconds.
1: Oh, so that's how long the
0: match is going to be. That that's how that's the time limit six oh five. Okay, work, okay. Because the t- the time of the old NWA show was six oh five. Mm. Like that's what time it used to come on at. So Kale Conley versus Zicky Dice. Zicky Dice, Zicky Dice, hit hey, a nice snap breaker for a win. This was pretty good. Two and three quarter stars. Then Aaron Stevens, aka the former Damian Sandow and the question mark, I interviewed. Um, Steven says the question mark is the sensei in the ring and, his, and in his life. Steven said he is taking him in, fed and clothed him. And he doesn't need the title to be a star, but he's the best. He's but the best need the belts. He's the NWA's third degree national champion and runs down the competition. He and the question mark have been forged in combat, and then they will eventually hold all the gold. And then they'll add, and then G- Galley asked if he will defend his championship. Um. And then. And then um he said no. <laughs> Thunder Rosa. This was this episode was really good. I suggest going back and watching it. Thunder Rosa and OBDB have a good little match here. Backstabber and double stomp Thunder Rosa hits on OBDB for the win here. And then Nick Aldis arrives. Mox Galley. They talk about Camille and and Aldis is such a good promo here. And Aldis is no longer his insurance... Aldis says, Camille's no longer his insurance policy. She's a member of the Strictly Businesses stable. And Tim Storm is a relic like Ricky Morton trying to make a payday off of him. So he's trying to jump the line and the wild cards are in the mist. The wild cards are Thomas Latimer and Royce Isaacs, the two, the the other two members in Strictly Business, and he faces Ricky Starks tonight, and he can get the job done in six minutes and five seconds, but he goes all night long in the bedroom, and he will beat Starks in six minutes, even though Starks is great, and he will make him. So, this match, is not in the TV title tournament, but it's 6 or 5 time limit.
1: Mm.
0: So... So, Nick Aldis and Ricky Starks fight to a draw. At 6.05. Um, Aldis locks in the Clover Eagle in the final minute. Starks does the classic thing of clawing, clawing, clawing. Tries to get to the ropes. Aldis comes back. Holds on. As time expires. Ricky Morton comes out. Wants Aldis to give... Starks five more minutes, which Aldous refuses, and then Starks didn't get the job done. This isn't charity, and then Morton wants five more minutes, which Aldous then refuses and leaves. So James Storm, Eli Drake versus Cole Cabana and Ken Anderson. Um, So James Storm and Eli Drake defeat Cole Cabana and Ken Anderson. Um, Ken Anderson pulls Storm to the floor, posts him, and colds Superman's and pins Drake for the two. Then Ken sh- Ken Anderson shoves the ref, and that's a DQ at 620. Um, and then Cabana and Anderson argue post-match. And then Strictly Business arrives with all this, and they said the wild cards are pu- were-, were pulled by him. From the previous match. And he's the god in this room. And. As for Morton. He calls him out. And the rock and rolls a- arrive. Uh, as Alda says next week. There will be a six man match. If Morton's team wins. He gets an NWA title shot. Morton says he's been in the ring. With the best NWA world champions. Going 60 minutes. But was never do- a champion. Due to ch- backstage politics. He agrees to this offer and promises to get a title shot. Aldis says they won't actually be in the sixth man because he doesn't want Morton to have any excuses. Aldis, and then this team will be the Wild Cards and this man. And the man is Scott Steiner.
1: Scott Steiner still wrestling in 2020. How and about Scott that? Scott Steiner
0: arrives as the show ends.
1: Really good episode of NWA Power. Okay. All right. So, before we get to tonight's stuff, uh, obviously the inaugural 2020 version of the Wednesday Night Wars, NXT TakeOver, NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. This is quite a long name on a name tag, but this is going down on Sunday. Now, NXT UK, a weekly episode I do not believe has happened yet. So right. the last one was January 2nd. Is obviously, is January. Yeah, last one was yeah. So it's coming on tomorrow. So we'll we'll be able to do that. But it's the go home show anyway. Really, the there are five matches on the card, and we got the first is Trent Seven versus Eddie Dennis, who's uh who's obviously who's made his uh intentions at Trent Seven has really taken interest in him uh going forward since his return to NXT UK. So this should be a real, This should be a pretty good physical matchup. I'm, I'm, that should be a pretty solid match to start here.
0: I'm looking forward to this next one: Tyler Bates versus Jordan Devlin. This should yes, be yes, this should be dope. phenomenal.
1: Oh, this is gonna steal the show! Oh, this, this is gonna steal the show uh, on this on this pay per view. so review. good. They, 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 yes, they are. This is going to absolutely steal the show. This is definitely gonna. This gotta be match of the night. Absolutely has to be match of the night. This and ladder match could. The ladder match could challenge it. So NXT Tag Team Championships, fit a four-way ladder match. All three of the uh, all three NXT UK Tag Champions are involved here, a.k.a. from the show that uh, the Andrews and Morgan Webster won the titles from back in the summertime. I think it was TakeOver Cardiff. And, um, all, and we're also including Imperium's uh, Fabian Eichner and uh, Marcel Bartel in, in his proceedings. More on, Bar- more on the Imperium crew. And the Gallus crew later on when we get to NXT, but these four teams are going to fight in a ladder match uh, for the titles currently held by Gallus. We got a triple threat for the women's te- for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Uh, Piper Nevin, who's been coming on strong lately, as, as so I've heard, uh, she will be. She and Tony Storm will both be challenging Kaylee Ray for the uh, women's championship over in the UK. And then we get the main event. We got the two leaders of the two groups. Over in NXT UK, the leader of Gallus, Joe Coffey, versus the leader of Imperium and NXT UK champion Walter. So for the second straight Blackpool pay- uh, pay-per-view, Joe Coffey will challenge for the title. And these are oh, five God. matches for Takeover. Dear hard- God, or Takeover Blackpool two.
0: Dear God, help us. We're <laughs>
1: Not on the low, movie. I would not mind seeing Imperium with all the with, with all the titles, or, or in kind of uh, undisputed era like. And I know they're gonna battle at Worlds Collide later on in the month. Obviously, we'll preview that when we we'll get closer to that. But um, as, as I saw on the card, was a uh, undisputed era versus Imperium is gonna go down. That that's an the eight man tag, I'm all for. I'm all for seeing that. So I'm here for that. You want to do NXT and in, in, in AEW? Yes. Okay. Guys, yeah, so we'll, we'll do NXT and AEW. And then all I the New, new Japan, Japan stuff. And, and, then, and then we can get all the new, yeah, all the New Japan all at one time. So, NXT uh, tonight, obviously, emanating from Full Kate started, uh, started with the new women's champion, that is Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Ripley cut a promo, kind of showing some love to the people and saying how great it was to be the NXT women's champion. And she probably got interrupted time and time again from the likes of first of all it was Tony Storm, which was a surprise one. And Tony Storm interrupted. And she made her intentions known that the worlds collide after upon winning the women's championship from Kaylee Ray in the triple Threat I just described. She's coming for Rhea Ripley and she wants to unify she wants to unify the titles. That is her goal. Uh this uh this probably led to interruptions from Kaylee Ray, EO Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Candice LeRae. And the six women involved had a six woman tag. Uh, the champions, Rhea Ripley, on one captain, one team, Kaylee Ray, captaining the other. On Kaylee Ray's team, EO and Bianca. On uh, uh, Rhea's team, Candice and Tony. And it was Rhea's team who would get it done. And well, what was a pretty good six woman tag with the Riptide uh, as the final say, as a uh, Riptide on Bianca. Will get the pin. Yeah. Next up, we've got the. Let's see, we got the Dusty Road. The first match of the Dusty Roads uh, Invitational, where we got Imperiums, uh, Eichner and Bartel, and they battled the Forgotten Sons. And this was a good match. This really, I actually was a good match between. The, I love the flow and the synergy of all the parties involved. Highly entertaining stuff. Ultimately, it was Imperium getting it done and getting the pin. But a very good way, a very good match to start off the Dusty Classic. So, good job there. Imperium gets it in. Yes. Uh, Next up, we got the – we got Austin Theory versus Joaquin Wilde. I am a fan of Austin Theory. I like what he – like the first time I saw him with the Evolve pay-per-view, I thought that was dope. Uh, The Evolve 25 stuff. And then the – and Austin Theory, he's got a serious future. I I like what Austin Theory can do, man. I'm I'm a fan of Austin Theory. He's got some real promise. So I, I am all like, I, the match you had with Roddy Strong last week was dope too. So I, I, I like I want to see more of Austin Theory. This this is good stuff. Austin Theory gets it done here. Good stuff there. Uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic continues. Undisputed Era versus Gallus and Joe Coffey was not there and his the lack of Joe Coffey was clearly felt as it became four on two at points in the in the match. All, Gallus did all they could. Wolfgang especially they did all they could to, to deal with the numbers game. Disadvantage that Undisputed Era causes, but it was a bit too much. They hit the high low on, on Mark Coffey and Bobby Fish got the pin, so Undisputed Era moves on as well. Notice with these uh, Dusty Roads uh, matches here, we got an NXT team versus a UK team in all four in all four instances, which I think is pretty. Is, I think is also nice. Next up, Gargano and Balor. Uh, he called out Balor for walking on on NXT. Gargano cuts a solid promo. Balor cuts a decent one, too. And then we get to what, they, what was the obvious match they were going to set up as a takeover Portland of uh, Gargano versus Balor. And Balor with the cryptic uh, warning of if you make it there. So there could be some more stuff coming on with with this promo, with this stuff. Throughout the night, they did various Ciampa promos coming after Goldie and Adam Cole. And what's looking like the obvious main event here of uh, of Cole versus Ciampa for Portland, in theory, that'd be the obvious. They didn't make it official yet, but you get the sense that that's what's going to go down, and that's what's going to close the show in Portland. <clears throat> me and Yim beat Caden Carter, and what was an okay match. You really didn't miss, but two matches. too much. Caden Carter was a little bit more of a sample size, I think could be pretty good. I like her style. She's got some speed, and some some lucha libre flow to her, with a little bit of power. But ultimately, it was the power of me and Yim that got it done. But this wasn't about that necessarily. This is about Chelsea Green making her presence felt in NXT and kind of throwing herself into the spotlight. So Chelsea Green really made herself known uh, to really end the proceedings there. As she and Robert Stone Incorporated, this some Robert Stone Incorporated dude, uh, they, they kind of formed some sort of a, a crew, I guess. But that's what's happening here. That was really the stuff here. And then we get to a pretty, a good final forward. This is a good close to the show. Uh, between Lee Dijakovic, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes. All four dudes had their moments. But obviously, the one of these things is not like the other situation, clearly showed. Cameron Grimes is clearly the smallest of the four, and his size showed. Though he did have some very impressive points. That backflip power slam he did on Keith Lee? Dope. Love it. All for it. I love that as a finisher. That's a, that's a really good finisher for him. But ultimately, he was outsized by Keith Lee. Keith Lee would finish him off with the Spirit Bomb to get the pin. Also, side note, Damian Priest versus Dajakovich, that's a match I want to see. Let's see that. Let's just make that happen. Hopefully Regal can make it hot and make that happen in the near future. But this is a very good match and a very good way to, for NXT to end. So ultimately, to me, with NXT, it started well with the women. It ended well with the four-way. And the, the, the two Dusty Rose Classic matches were also pretty good. Good, Very good NXT to start the year.
0: AEW, on the other hand, <laughs> Meh! To say the least. <laughs> started off pretty good with Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the private party. They had a pretty good match here. As Page dumps Cassidy, Kenny accidentally causes Quinn into Page. They battle back, and the Buckshot won wing Angel Combo for the win. And then backstage pack weighs out Nakazawa. Then the show gets weird. Because we have the Nightmare Collective. God, I never want to hear Brandy Rhodes on commentary again. Rio versus Chris Statlander. I hate this Nightmare Collective thing.
1: It seems like everyone
0: does. The, the great work was ruined here by by shitty ass
1: yeah, Nightmare yeah, Collective. Who weird.
0: the fuck is Doctor Luther? <laughs> That's
1: a good question.
0: That's a real but good question. Japanese Deathmatch match legend, like Excalibur was the only one who knew. Yeah, who the fuck he was?
1: I didn't know who the fuck he was. And you're into this stuff. You're into this kind of stuff. These Japanese. You're into these deathmatches and all Japanese wrestling. Like, it's like, like that. That makes no
0: it sense. Like 90s grind Japanese deathmatches. and like. Wing and in like FMW, and not even in FMW, sense. in Wing.
1: I guess, that that was that was just puzzling. That his involvement in, in, in the whole deal was just puzzling. Huh. He's Jericho's pal, so that's
0: why he's so you. So Jer-
1: Jericho put him on. All right, that's why he's here.
0: Jericho trained with.
1: So. Okay.
0: Chris and Rio didn't deserve this. Ugh, no, they
1: didn't. I mean and Rio retained the title, but yeah, they did. They didn't deserve that.
0: Nightmare Collective attack post match. Sheeta makes the save as Bret Baker just sits in her seat. Big Show, Swollen, Sunny kiss arrive. And then we get a Kip Sabian and Super Bad Girl Penelope Ford video baggage. And then we get more fuckery here, the finish was dog shit Pentagon dares him to do the Arabian press, but but (coughs) Sammy attacks, Knee Strike and wins, this was okay and then Dark Renner arrives this was boring as fuck then we got the um Cody and Dustin versus the Lucha Bros
1: I can't defend the Lucha Bros losing here I don't get it either, personally. Especially after you had Pentagon, due to the distraction, to cause Daniels to lose. Yeah. Now, good, Daniels didn't join. It. Obviously, I you and, and the Bucks made the save. But, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't get that either. I, I didn't understand why would you have them lose, and lose clean, even, uh, to the roads. I don't think the roads really needed to win. I, I guess if, if the whole hook was that to build Cody... And have Cody kind of and and double A with the uh, with the promo that they cut after the match if that was the point okay but that could have been done before the match that could have even but been but this done before. was pretty
0: good though this was pretty good
1: <laughs> the match itself was fine but like but yeah I, I hear you about the um about Lucha Bros losing the match uh, I hear you about that one I can agree there
0: but this MJF thing was really fucking good
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime NJF touches a microphone, it, it, it's there's lightning. There's lightning coming out of that out of that man's mouth. Whatever he touches the microphone, and I don't it, even is... want
0: to see him wrestle you.
1: Even. No, I'm telling you, like it's, it's like what, what I'm saying you. The first time I saw him, he's the type of dude that you want to see get punched in the face, but you kind of don't because he's awesome. You, you kind of don't want to see him get punched in the face, but you know what when, he, when he's he does, harassing D V P here, I and mean, it's like. Yeah, the the the, 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 the 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 whole thing with the Dodgers was below the belt. How, how he finished it was below the belt. That, that that was that was a bit much.
0: So it's going to be Q T Marshall, Dustin, and DDP next week at Bash of the Beach versus MJF and Butcher and the Blade.
1: Obviously, they're saving Warlord for uh, for the match with Cody inside the cage. Yes. Which speaking of which, Cody's going to answer his um the the demands that MJF proposed. Last week. He's gonna answer that next week.
0: Don't Jurassic Express defeat best friends, this was a little long, solid fun though.
1: Yes it was. Yeah, and see, seeing um Luchasaurus uh take those uh, those moves from Orange Cassidy I thought was funny. I I I did enjoy that. And then John Moxley
0: fakes joining the inner circle ha- was really awkward for a few seconds.
1: I think you could kind of tell that he was never going to join them. Yeah. I, I think he just wanted to, to, to kind of boost Jericho's ego. And I, I thought the segment—I thought that segment was actually pretty good. I, I was perfectly fine with. Yeah, the I was with perfectly
0: that fine segment. with it too. He double-crossed them by doing the title of the car
1: and everything like that. Uh, yeah, and he hit Jericho in the head with the bubbly, uh, with the bottle of the bubbly, and then he caught him a, with a paradigm shift to him, and a paradigm shift. To Sammy Guevara. And then he basically left with the keys of the car. So, everybody's digging a car out of it.
0: It was Shahi Khan's car. Yes. So, Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Well, wow. it's a lot to go over here.
0: <laughs> Holy fuck.
1: <laughs> it's a lot to digest at Wrestle Kingdom. Two nights,
0: two night, New Year Dash. hmm We have the New Beginning shows. We have Fantasca mania. We have a lot here. So So, let's go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Keinjun Parisiro. I said that wrong, but the attendance here was 40,008.
1: That was for night-, night number 1 <clears throat> inside, the oh, Dome. Dome. inside the Tokyo Dome.
0: Inside the Tokyo Dome, yes. Um an improvement over thirty-eight thousand one hundred and sixty-two last year's show. So Alex Callfran, Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, and Toa Hanare defeat Togi Makabe, Tomo Akihama, Yota Yotasuji, and Yuya Yamura. S- some comments here first. First off, don't let Yo- don't let Vince McMahon see Yotasuji. <laughs> Jesus Christ he's Jack. That probably yeah,
1: that probably Wow, yeah, it's come to think about it, you're right. We 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 know Vince is a finish for dudes who have muscles who have a obscene amount of muscles. Yeah, that's probably probably a that. wise decision.
0: Toe bottom finishes it off. Carl Fredericks has got shine, as Makabe t- takes a bump for him. <laughs> um, Toba finishes off I believe Yotasushi here. So So, three stars. Then we get the old guide offer match. Satoshi Kojima, the average rating on gravel here was 2.84. I rated it three stars. Zanka rated it three stars. And Shoot Williams of Voice of Wrestling rated it three stars here. So, we are getting a consensus on that one. Satoshi Kojima and Hiroyoshi Tantan defeat Minabu Nakanishi and... And... Yuji Nakata, um, Nakanishi took a rough-looking 3D rough, in that uh, Nakanishi barely got off
1: the ground. Yeah, I, I did, I did notice that, there was, there was no elevation in that 3D. Um, he's retiring,
0: um, he's having his last match on the New Beginning Tour, and then, it's mm. ceremonies on the 22nd, I believe, they announced that in the press conference on the 7th. Mm. So, um, I gave this two stars.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you really didn't miss too much. Two point one seven
0: the... on Grapple, two and a half. Suit Williams and Zanka gave it um, two and a half.
1: You didn't miss, but you didn't really miss too much on the uh, pre-show stuff. Honestly, with either night, but but definitely night one, you didn't really miss but too much.
0: Then we have, for the 3550th time, Jushin Thunder Liger Retirement Match number 1. We have Liger, Tatsumi Fujinami, Tiger Mask, and Great Sasuke versus Shinjiro Otani, Tatsuko Takeawa, Um, Tatsumi Fujinami. Takeyawa, Jinjiro Otani, and Raisuke Teguchi with Kuniaki Kobayashi, and Liger's team was with El Samurai.
1: hmm
0: And all Ten cornermen t- had interactions with Liger highlighted mm-hmm. in special entrance videos. That was a very cool touch.
1: And, then, yeah, yeah, Liger's, Liger's entrance video was, I thought was nice, and you can hear it with the commentators, especially with the English commentary, and how emotional they got. Uh, with the two matches, especially night two, but you can hear it with the emotion that the the commentary had, and the right. energy in the building was was up when Liger got in the ring, and Liger didn't look too bad. Liger did not look too bad, and I think that and I love how they, they talked about it at the end of the match, where Liger didn't want to go out. He didn't want to go out too late. It's, it's like he wanted to go out too early as opposed to too late. Like right. he didn't want to go out when he he had he was past his prime and he was completely cooked, as opposed to Liger did not look too bad here. He did not
0: look too bad in this match. No, he, so he did not bad. look too bad at all. Um, He he looked awesome. Um, yes. Um, At peak performance, Liger can still go with top stars in the company, which makes his decision to desire more heart-wrenching. Taguchi mm-hmm. pins Liger with a dote on because, of course, Liger would take the pin here. He's going to lose tomorrow no, no, night. No, he's thinking Liger's going to eat the pin? He's going to lose oh, tomorrow night, and I'm sure he'll find a way to somehow have someone pin him in his own retirement ceremony, though. <laughs> <he'll>
1: <laughs> but but you know what? I think, has, it's so. fine, I think it's fine that Liger goes out this way. I think it's yes. fine that Liger goes out. As I to say, I'd rather he go out too early than too late, where his legacy doesn't get tarnished. Right. So I'm perfectly okay with Liger going out this way. And right. I love the, the, the love that everybody showed. On, well, a lot of people showed on Twitter. Like Adam Cole showed some love. Like about uh, had a, a picture of them um, wrestling. Kevin Owens had a picture Arby's. of Roman wrestling. Yes, the Hardys did. Arby's. Um,
0: the, yeah, Arby's.
1: a lot of people showed love. About I need mean Arby's, the restaurant. Uh, Arby's. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Arby's. You're right. That, no, that's respect. The the Arby's showed some love. Well, with the lager mask. I thought that was dope. Yes, that's that's the respect right there. You know, you, you made it when a restaurant putting you on like that. I think that, that that's respect. I love that. I thought that was awesome. 2.93 2.
0: on Grapple. Three point five. I rated three point five on Voices of Wrestling as well. Three for Zonka. So we're in that three to three and a half range. There's Suzuki, Goon, Zack Saber Jr. Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Taiji, and El Desperado, Brazil J, of Evil, Shingo, Sonata, and Bushi. This was nothing. Yeah, you really didn't miss it.
1: This is clearly the clear setup um, for Sabre's match the following night.
0: Yeah. There was a fun Shingo-Taiji se- yes. sequence in the middle. I rated it 2.75. Suit rated it 3.1 Three and a quarter, two point six eight on Grab and Zanka rated it a three and a quarter, so right in that range. Chaos of Yoshihashi, Toriano, Big Tommy Jean, Hiroki Goto versus Bull Club and Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, Bad Luck Fale, and Kenta. Um, Two stars.
1: I and got a kick out of the part. Fale and Yano stuff. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I thought that was funny. But other than that, you really didn't miss too much. Chaos right. got the pin there got the got the win. But uh yeah, you didn't really miss too much otherwise. Now business
0: started to pick up yes. with the Yeah now we uh, get serious. Tag team title match, which I enjoyed. Growth okay, of Cast is the time. Versus Finjo. Um the uh Two point three four on Grapple was the rating of the Bullet Club versus um, Chaos match, but Fin right. Juice three point one six. I think that's shockingly low. Yeah, I probably I can go
1: three and a quarter, three and a half. This this match was. Good. I went this four. Match was, yeah. Okay. This I match went was four good. on it because it was pretty good. Mhm. Good story. That was it. Was a good story of, of uh, Finn Juice getting jumped at the start of the match by G.O.D. And I thought that was an entertaining way and it was a good uh, good rally by Finn Juice uh, to get it done uh, to eventually uh, get the win and get the tag titles. So the tag titles change once again at Wrestle Kingdom in the Dome. And this is the, the first real signature win for David Finley uh, on, the, on, the, as a, on the main uh, shows. First real signature win, the first title win, really. For, uh, for Finley there so good, good stuff there I saw his dad show love on Twitter as well so that was nice
0: everybody should watch this Texas staff match to see how a last man standing match should be formatted <laughs> Just oh wild.
1: My God. This, this was this was fucking so wild, wild.
0: This,
1: was, this was good this was very very good you're not you're normally not a fan of last man standings I'm, I'm usually cool with them if, if they're done properly and this, this was, was good this was done properly. very very properly
0: I'm not a fan of last man standing matches,
1: but boy, I was a fan of this match. Yeah, Moxley versus Archer. Uh, This this is good stuff. The referee wasn't in the way that much. He wasn't counting pointless counts. Now, the difference we should mention between a normal last man standing and this death match, you could also win by submission. You could also win by by verbal submission. So that that was the other difference. which is why submission holes were applied here. Uh, in this particular match. This match was 14 and a half minutes. It didn't seem like it. It didn't seem rushed at all. They, they got a, They got a real. They put a lot of work into the 14 and a half minutes they put into 15, this match. 15 so, and 22. Hmm. Uh, the one I'm reading is 1426. But uh, in terms of time. But that, that works too. Um,
0: 3.79 on Grapple. Four stars by Zanga. Four and a quarter. And that's what I have to suit Williams
1: had four and a quarter as well. Yeah, I would, I would four, yeah, I go four and a quarter here too. I thought this was this was very entertaining. Moxley finished the deal with the paradigm shift through the two tables, uh, from the apron to the floor. But it, this was a this was a very good match.
0: And then we went bonkers. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then these last three matches, uh Wow. Uh, first oh, so <laughs> Osprey versus Takahashi. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship,
0: this Osprey match was broke left. his heel.
1: In he broke, Southgate's yeah. That
0: special sequence,
1: that that sequence that which turned into a gift soon after it was it was done by Osprey and Takahashi was dope. And that was completely insane. How they went full speed like that, and Osprey finished the match. and I thought he was uh, he seemed fine. I didn't realize he broke his his heel until he told me, but uh. This is really good. And then he kicks out of the time. He, he kicks out of the time. What was it, the time? Uh, time bomb. The time bomb. Yes. Yeah, he kicks out of the time bomb one. And they we're like, whoa, I can't believe he kicked out of time bomb one. Also, I can't believe Takahashi got up from that blade. Hidden that blade. Osprey hit him with. with, the, with hmm? Hidden blade. Yeah, he, As he caught him with the hidden blade after the. um, which That was the move that knocked the Bushi out last year at Wrestle Kingdom.
0: And, and then the, it, it was so good that I couldn't believe he countered it into the Code Red for a 2.
1: Yes. And then, ultimately, it was Time Bomb 2.0. Like, I didn't even know what he hit him with. I, I, didn't, like, I didn't even know what he hit him with until he, until you told me what it was. Like, like what did he hit him with? As Ozzy, as, as, as Takahashi wins the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship from Osprey. I, I couldn't believe he hit him with. I didn't even know what it was that he hit there him was with. was a modified
0: it, Emerald Flosion.
1: Yes, like I knew, I knew it was Emerald Flosion. It had Emerald Flosion looks to it, but it's it just, it just looks so weird, so different. But it, it gets it. But uh, Tanahashi gets it done. A great match. Four and three quarters I, or five? I won five. <laughs> yeah.
0: Four point seven seconds on grapple. Zonko went five. Suit Williams won five. You could go five. Yeah, I would go five. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with going five or four and three quarters. Joe Lanza went four and three quarters because he's a chromagen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was the third. So we get the co-main right after that, and we get the we get the double gold situation materializing in these next two matches. First, we get Naito versus Jay White. And with and, and Gato involved here. And Gato definitely didn't get involved. It was involved in both matches. More on, this, on night two later. Very good match from start to finish. Highly enjoyed it with Naito and White. As one would there's, think, there's okay, maybe Naito loses bridesmaid. because he's always been the bridesmaid of these Wrestle Kingdoms. But Nido finds a way to win the, the Intercontinental Championship. And to me, what this match really kind of set itself up was the fact that Jay White could not hit the Blade Runner. White tried his hardest to hit the Blade Runner several times, but could never hit the Blade Runner. And I think that's what really set it apart, and how, how um, White would lose the match. I'm doing a he, he could just never hit it. And, and then Knight would win with Destino and get, and get it done and win the title. A but a very good match.
0: Right. 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 And it was... Where was your rating on this?
1: Probably four and a half. Four and I half went four and three quarters. quarters. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm in that ballpark. Suit Williams went three and three quarters.
0: Lazanka went three and a half, which I could see why. Um, Grapple went three point nine six. So it's very divisive where you hmm. went
1: with this match. I, I, I go. I will go four and a half. Four and a half is a very fair rating for it. Yeah, because I, I didn't think it was as good as, as the match that preceded it and the match that came up after. But I thought it was a good. I thought it was a, a very good match. This next match is not very divisive. <laughs> no, this match is a pretty undisputed rating uh, from all parties involved. Okada and Kota Ibushi, we knew it was going to be great, and we knew it was going to be a classic, and it did not disappoint. A match that I would consider the two best dropkicks in the game right now. Of Ibushi and Okada. And they were throwing, I think it the dropkick kick counter I think was four to two Okada, but it wasn't even about that. This this was just a really good match from start to finish where both guys threw everything at each other. Threw absolutely everything. You know what everything. it felt
0: like? It felt like a hybrid of the Okada Tanahashi and Nakamura Abushi matches.
1: Hmm. That's a good way, yeah, it's a good way to describe it. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good. And the stuff that they were pulling in the matches, though, like, like the stuff that they were kicking out of both of these guys was absolutely insane.
0: And then murder Ibushi. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs>
1: Not even the Rainmakers that Okada kind of hit him with, but. It's... The, the look on of... Ibushi's face. The coldest ice. I love it. It's Eo it's Shirai esque, bro. Like, Eo Shirai's got the, like, lack of emotion in, in her, some of her facial expressions. Abushi had that, and it looks—it was so good. I love it. That's a thing now. It was so good that Abushi did that, and I—I I was really—I'm all for that. The, the, the coldest ice, expressionless Abushi, going forward. And then, Murder
0: Abushi just fucking laying hands at. Oh yes. he
1: was just like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> it was so good. Um, the, the, the coldest ice, like. Killer Ibushi, it was so, I was highly entertained by that. Okada hit countless rainmakers to get it done, but it, it was this was incredible. Absolutely a five star, uh, the first five star of the year, I would say. Highly entertaining uh, from start to finish.
0: Yes, highly, highly entertaining from start to finish. Yes, I agree. Very highly entertaining. Night two.
1: The Gauntlet. Didn't miss much. This is for the never upper the never open weight six man tag team championships. L I J with Evil Shingo and Sagagi and Bushi, they get it done, beating
0: Great Bash yelling Taguchi. Most violent
1: players and Yano, Rasuke Taguchi, and Chaos, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, yeah, and, and Robbie Eagles, a, a whole bunch of teams got involved in this uh, whole situation. Volkov and
0: Suzuki done.
1: <clears throat> they all got involved here, but LIJ gets it done and, and wins the titles.
0: I rated it two and a half stars. I didn't care.
1: Yeah, he really didn't miss about too much here. Really just didn't seem like nothing was really missed here. Uh, Takahashi, Ryu Lee, uh, beating, and now, now we get to, this is really the, that was the only pre-show match. But uh, now we get to the last uh, match of Jushin, Thunder Liger's career. And we we both knew, as we uh, predicted this, that Takahashi, <clears throat> as long as he won the title, Takahashi would get the pin and pin Jushin. And that's pretty much exactly what happened. But Jushin, I think, looked better on night two than he did on night one. and he, uh, um, Naoki Sano yeah. looked great, too. Yeah, he did. He really. Yeah, Sano, yeah, Sano that, was, that was like the understory of all of this. That Sano looked really good. Uh, in, in the match itself, in the match as well. And he, like, he did, I think he did a, a dive too. so yeah, I, that dive. was awesome. So I, I thought that was cool. And then uh, Hiromu hits the time bomb, the original time bomb to get the win and, and get the win for his team. But what I thought was really nice was uh, was Hiromu talking to Jushin after the match. And I thought this was a really cool thing of how you built the junior, he said you built the juniors division and I promise I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna pass. It, I'm gonna take the torch from you, and I'm gonna take it to the better heights, uh, which I thought was very. I love that. I thought that was really cool. Liger lost. The sh- Liger's loss killed the stream. <laughs> I was watching. Oh, oh, loss. sure did. You yeah, know no, the crowd. The crowd was dead after Liger got pinned.
0: No, it, Liger's loss killed the killed the uh, New Japan World Stream after. Oh wow. The the stream went dead. Went. The English stream went absolutely dead after Wow flaggers, after we've been it came back just in time for the Roppongi 3K
1: match, but mm. So you so you okay oh, so you didn't get to see the promo live. Now, no, I didn't, now I didn't watch it live. I did but I did watch it. I was able to watch the the, the whole thing. Um back. And the and the promo that Juicy cut afterwards and how the how the crowd he basically got the crowd you out of the palm of his hands and he said his thank yous and goodbyes. And he got a he got a gift of another mask, which I thought was nice. And I think he dis- he displayed it all over Twitter and whatnot, which I thought was pretty cool. But uh, thank you, Justin Thunderliger, uh, incredible legend, all like all the classics. Thank that you. On so many different decades. We'll, we'll talk uh, about th- it when
0: we get to the New Year dash retirement ceremony.
1: Yes. But yeah, we're Punky Three K versus uh, Bullet Club of. Uh, El Phantasmo and Haji Ishimori. I want to see more of El Phantasmo. This, this is the first I've ever really truly seen him. Dude is nice. I want to see more <laughs> of El Phantasmo. There's, there's no other way to say this. Dude is nice. I want to see more of this dude. Like There is there's a lot of he's got a lot of tools in, in the bank here. I, I like this dude. I mean, He's going to have a, a lot of classics in his future, I think. 3.5 for me. This was a good match. This, this actually was a good match.
0: Uh, Zonka went four flat. Um, I go three and three quarters. I, I, I like I like the, the flow and of this a match. Half Zach Zack Sabre Jr. and Sonata. I went three and three
1: quarters. Yeah, same rating. Uh, this is a, uh, Sabre retains. It was a pretty solid match against against Sonata. Really good. match. Really well but a good, but a good match, but a, a, a very good match.
0: He had a three and three quarters. Zonka had a four. The Grappler had a three point eight zero, and the uh, tag team title match at three point four zero. John Moxley versus
1: Juice Robinson—a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, I was—I was kind of surprised uh, by the outcome. The match itself, I thought, was all right. Nothing special. But I, I thought the—I was a little surprised that Moxley won. I was really expecting Juice to come up with two belts. Uh, now after he won the the he was uh what happened to tag champions with Finley, oh, with FinJuice. I was I was kind of expecting um Juice to to come out with the, the U.S. title too and kind of keep that title in in New Japan, but he didn't. Uh, Moxley retains and Moxley has a a very big weekend over in Japan. Moxley gets it done. It surprised me. Though. Three stars for uh for uh.
0: For Neil David, I credited the wrong. Neil David wrote 2's reviewable voices of wrestling. Um Zonka had it at three and a half. I had it at two point seven five. Gravel had it at three point two
1: nine. I probably go three and a quarter. Uh, I, I think it was, it was a good match, not great. <clears throat> and and the, the ending was and the outcome was surprising to me. But I go three and a quarter. Kenta
0: Hiroki Goto.
1: Now, Kenta made it known after the match that he wasn't done, and we'll get to that later. Go to winning the title, I think. I think it's perfectly fine. Considering what happened later on in the evening, I thought it was perfectly fine that Go to Gota wins the never open weight. Uh, the never open weight championship. I thought it was perfectly fine. I'm gonna go three and a half here.
0: I went three and three quarters. It's not that- going for a Neil David went went. Four and a quarter. Hmm. Jay White Kota Ibushi.
1: This was very good. I, I, I was I was a fan of this. This, this is a, I like the Goto the, the involvement, the death stare that that, that, that Ibushi kind of gave koto I was I was, I was uh, again all for the Kota's Ice Bushi. the Koto's expressions. I'm here for them. I'm all i all ears and all eyes for those. Jay White needed to win this match. I, I think he, he needed to win this match terribly. And the unfortunate part of the of the uh, double goal. I couldn't situation.
0: get into this match. <clears throat> I could get into the, this, the heel in the, ma- the heel stuff really got it for me. Mm. Killed it okay. for me. It was 50% great, 50% bullshit. Mm. Zanka was cool with the
1: latter I, 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 I think the first half of the match was kind of meh. And I get it because both guys wrestled for a half hour of the previous night. But uh, I think once they really got going, I think the match was it, it turned up and turned up pretty good.
0: I still rated it three and a half. I didn't hate it. Um,
1: Dude, I go solid rated. four.
0: Zanka hated it. He rated it at two. Um, Grapple had a three point seven two, and Neil David had a four.
1: Yeah, I was. I'll go solid four. I, I really, I actually did. I, I love the the latter half of the match. Dad Jericho versus Hiroshi <laughs> Tanahashi. <laughs> This was very good. This, this, this is was awesome. very, very good. This was fucking awesome. I, I was, Two veterans yeah,
0: put on a clinic.
1: Yeah, This was very good from start to finish. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, highly entertaining. We got a whole lot of stuff from both guys. Uh, I really enjoyed the stuff that they, that they put on here. Jericho making them tap out with the Walsh and Jericho, a.k.a. Light and Ta- Lion, uh, the Lion Tamer. Uh, I, I love the the code breaker that Tamahashi put on Jericho. I love the how the high-five flow was countered. Uh, I love this was a very good match from start to finish. Uh, Jericho gets it done with the, with the Walsh Jericho, a.k.a. Lions Hammer, and uh, denies Tanahashi a shot at the AEW World Championship. Probably four and a quarter, four and a half to me. I'm somewhere four in and that range. Four for me. Yeah. Four to to that me. four and um,
0: four. Neil Davis at three and three quarters.
1: Yeah, so a four and a quarter is fine. And... I like the stuff afterward. What do you What do you think about the the promo, the Jer- the interview that Jericho did afterward, where he's kind of hoping that AEW and uh, New Japan could kind of merge and kind of have some cross-brand stuff. Um, I'll, I'll believe it when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. I mean, I get it. There's some AEW stars like obviously like Mox and Jericho who have got contracts that who got their deals that they can do whatever and go overseas and whatnot. But yeah. Consider how into deep they were with Ring of Honor. We'll, we'll see how they how they continue to do it. Obviously, I'm sure that's not really a thing. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think I give it more time and let AEW kind
0: of build we did up come out with the ROH television title. Oh
1: well, there you go. So yeah, let's... I give it more time. I let AEW kind of continue to build themselves up and like uh, to alone and then kind of build it up and see where they can go. And then we get to. What I've already put on, I think, is a match of the year candidate of Naito vs. Dakota. This match was a classic from the jump. This, this, match was a, woo. this match was a classic from the jump. From the word go, this match was a classic. This is
0: fucking so great.
1: Good. Finally, the bridesmaid becomes the bride at the end. But this was the build-up to it of... Could he actually hit the destino, and then could he actually keep Okada in. down for three after the destino? He hit the Stardust he... pressed. Yeah, he hit the Stardust pressed in the match. Uh, Okada with the count with the, with the all the all the rainmakers and all the as many tombstones. As... And I love the destino counter to the tombstone. I thought that was dope too. I, I, I thought that was awesome. Uh, the, the the destino to the tombstone counter. I thought that Okada was. dope. Okada was
0: not pleased.
1: <laughs> no. He was not. He was not. But Naito finally becomes the bride. As Naito finally with the with the two signature wins of his career, I think, uh, in the dome, winning back to back. There were some two
0: point nine 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 counts in there.
1: Yeah, there, there was some real close. There were some real close ones. But Naito finally gets it done. And finally gets the signature wins of his career, I think, uh, winning both matches back to back in the dome, and. Basically, Naito for the for those two nights went about an hour, it went an hour and ten minutes and change for these two nights and came out with both titles. Yeah, the Intercontinental and the Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and the, the then Double- the bastard came in. Yes, I love this. I I have yes. all of this, with Kenta. I love how Kenta recently stole the moment from from Naito. And he hit him with the go to sleep and wowed out on him. I love this. I'm a fan of this. I love how the commentary the on him. Angle. I love this. I, I I hope and pray to the wrestling gods, whoever wherever they may be, that uh if and when Kenta wins the titles, that is cleared and we can get Shabata versus Kenta. Even even once it'd be fine for me. But uh, seriously, this this I love that Kenta did this. I love this. The crowd it got instant heat the second he he hit the ring, and and, and jumped him. Everybody was snap at him. And instantly, Kenta becomes one of the, if not if he's not the best heel in, in the company right now, I want to see who it is because that, that was dope. The only other thing that could have made him even more of a heel is if he had jumped you. But other, after, other than that, that would have been that was that was great. I love that. Then we get the New Year Dash.
0: Then we have the Liger retirement ceremony. Um Jusin Liger. Um one of the greats. All time yes.
1: greats. Yes he is. No matter the weight class, no matter the company so innovative with it with the, the stuff, the shooting star press, obviously. Uh, the, the swag that he comes in with, I would say, who, who do you think has the is, is he the best mask of all time? Yeah. Oh fuck yes. <laughs> I, I like I like I love the floor break Mysterio's mask. Uh, like, obviously. No, back, it's Juju fucking Liger. But, but, but juice Ligers is yeah. The like, juice with, with the horns on the sides. Yeah, like it's there's so much originality to his masks, and the, the masks are one of a kind. But yeah, but uh, yeah, he, he. I would say yeah, the greatest mass superstar of all time. I, I would say it's him, and then it's Ray. to uh, Tamir uh, one, and then two. But but yeah, I think Jushin is is absolutely incredible. So we uh yeah, salute the Jushin Thunder Liger from 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 both of us get getting the ring. Salute the Jushin and your yes. 31 years of incredible work inside the ring and all the stuff you even did outside of it. So, so a couple of of highlights Liger.
0: from his retirement ceremony. They had a couple. They had a bunch of bunch of of uh, groups presenting flowers. Hantai, the uh, group from New Japan, um, Chaos, Howl May, Naoki Tsukubayashi, Liger's family, and then we got a video message from Antonio and noki himself. Mm. Um, doing. Get, before Wagner does a brief speech, he mentioned how important Tokyo Dome was in his whole career, and then thanks everyone once again. They got a ten bell salute, which was strange because I was like, "They're really doing a ten bell salute," and he, yeah, the dude's exactly. still alive. But, yeah, that's a bit. Weird. But that was strange. But it's Japan, so. They do they do th- things do
1: some things differently. That's fair.
0: But they showed this incredible shot of Tanahashi in tears. And then Ooh. the whole baby face side of the roster came in and hoisted the Wiger in the air a couple of times and it was fun. The whole gymnasium sang Wiger Steve song, it was great. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. I,
1: I I will go I will go back and find it.
0: Yeah, it's New Year Dash. After everyone composed themselves after the uh, yeah, really New Japan Dojo vs. LA Dojo. Carl Fredericks, Corey Connors and Alex Golfwind defeat honori Yotasuji, and Yuri Yamura. Um yeah. Pretty good match here. Afterwards, Alex Kaufman battled to the brawl to the back with Yotsuji. Then we had a non title four way for the uh IW non title four way match. Um Suzuki Gun. El Desperado and Yoshinobu Ganamori defeat the Rapunky 3K. Wilson Goku now Takashi and Bushi and of El Phantasma and Taiji Shimori. Pretty good here. Um, um, the finish game be- between El Desperado and Cho. Um, Bushi got involved, Spray Miss and El Desperado's face. Suzuki Gun won, basically, so. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Koto Ibushi, and the, and Finjuice defeat Bullet Club. And this was to set up the uh, Ibushi Tanahashi versus Finjuice match. That's going to happen. And LIJ, Evil, and Shingo defeat Never Openweight Champion Hiroki, Goto, and Tomohiro Ishii. Very good match here. Afterwards, Shingo takes the match. Remind Go to their one and one in singles bouts, and then demanded a rubber match for the never open weight championship. Then we have Kazuchika Okada, Will Osprey, Robbie Eagles, and Yoshihashi defeat Suzuki Gun and Minoru Suzuki, former undisputed British heavyweight champion. Zack Sabre Jr. and Lance Archer and Tai Chi, and you'll like a match on the New Beginning tour. Ooh. Um. <coughs> Um, um, after the match, Taichi Sab Okada, for one last ride, and then John Moxley, music hit, in the IWGB United States Championship champion came out, Minoru Suzuki didn't back out, they had a brief exchange, weighed out Suzuki with the Death
1: Rider, a Mizu- oh,
0: yeah. Moxley-Suzuki. Yeah.
1: We totally over totally overdid that, yeah, right, we didn't even... Uh, oh right,
0: battle. right, right! After the uh,
1: Moxley Juice match, yep, we did, we, yeah, we did, we we completely glossed over that. We completely glossed over that. Uh, as, as Monroe came out, and he wanted the he with a uh, he, he wanted the battle with Moxley right then and there. He yeah he was, he was ready to get this war, yeah he really was ready to get this war on at that at that, at that point in time. That would have that would have been a moment of time since, though. The the, the crowd cl- yeah, the, the crowd went nuts for that too. The crowd was was all for it. It was all for that battle uh, having going and, down. And then
0: Lus and Gobernab with the pawn. and Sanada defeat Bullet Club, Jay White, and Kenta with Gato. Um It wasn't a bad match but it was out of the post match angle. Uh, L.I.J. didn't have some time to celebrate because Kenta and Jay White, um, quickly jumped them. Um, Kenta and White good turn. Kenta is coming after Naito and White's coming mm-hmm. after Sonata. So, we have the Fantastica Mania Tour coming up. With... With a bunch of the CMLL guys, some of the major matches from that one include Teton and Forastero on January 17th, January 19th. We have a big card with Stuka Jr. vs. Okamura. Um, Dolce Gardena, Fuego, and Raskai Toguchi vs. Evil, Shingo, and Bushi of Los Ingobernables de Apon. Ultimo Guerrero versus Satoshi Kojima for the CMLL World Heavyweight Championship. And Cardístico, Hiroshi Tanashi, and Tiger Man versus Negro Casas, Eurófia, and Barbara Cabanario, and on January twentieth, we have Fuego. No, no, we have Cardístico versus Barbara Cabanario versus for the NWA World Historic Middleweight Championship. They're also coming to the United States um, on. Um, January twenty fourth, they're coming to the social suplexes stomping grounds in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm. Tampa, Florida. For 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 a card, January twenty fourth. Clark Connors was in Misterioso, a CMLL wrestler. Then we had Eugene Nagata and Satoshi Kojima versus Alex Hoffman and Ren Narita. Carl Fredericks and TJB versus Col Cabana and Toriana. Alex Jeff Cobb versus Alex Zane, Yoshihashi versus Jeff Cobb, and Rocky Romero versus Koto Ibushi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, David Finley, and Juice Robinson versus Jado, Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, Tanga Loa, and Tamatanga. Mm-hmm. January twenty-sixth in in Nashville, Tennessee. The main event is um, Rocky Romero, Koto Ibushi, David Finley, Juice Robinson versus Jado, Chase Owens, Tomatonga and Tangaloa, Hiroshi Tanahashi vs. Takahashi, Yuji Nakata vs. Lance Archer, Sasuji Kojima vs. Jeff Cobb, and a bunch of other matches. Durham, North Carolina, on the 27th. You have Yoshiashi, Kodo Hiroshi Tanahashi, David Finumi, J- Juice Robinson vs. Jado, Chase Owens, Yujora Takahashi, Tomatonga D Tangaloa, Ren Narita vs. Lance Archer, Jeff Cobb versus Carl Fredericks, Alex Zane, Robert Gibson, and Ricky Morton versus Rocky Romero, Toriano, and Cole Cabana. Um Pembroke Pines, Florida on January 30th. You have Koda Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Gorillas of Destiny. Um, Rocky Romero and David Finley and Juice Robinson versus Jado, Chase Owens, and Yujiro Takahashi. Alex Zane vs. Lance Archer, Jeff Cobb vs. Ren Narita, Ricky Morton, and Robert Gibson versus Colt Cabana and Torriano, And then the Atlanta show has David Finley and Juice Robinson vs. no Tonga and Tango Wella. Um, Kota Ibushi vs. Chase Owens, Jeff Cobb vs. Lance Archer, Robert Gibson, Ricky Morton, The Rock and Roll Express, and Hiroshi Tanahashi vs. Clark Connors, Alex Zane, and TJP. Um, Kokoban and Toriano versus Jado and Yujiro Takahashi, and, a, and two other matches. The new beginning in Sapporo on February 1st has never open weight champion Hiroki Goto versus Shingo. Then we have Tomohiro Ishii versus Evil, and then this tag match of Kazuchika Okada and John Moxley. That's really interesting. Versus Taichi and Minoru Suzuki and Tatsuya Naito <laughs> and Sonata versus Kenta and Jay White. Ah, so we
1: are going to see uh, Suzuki and they lock up at a, at a point in, in this tag match.
0: I like that. New beginning in Supporter Night 2, You'll like this a lot. Kenta Kazuchika Okada versus Taichi is the headlining match, but the second match from the top. Is for the British Heavyweight Championship as Zack Saber Jr. defends <laughs> against
1: William Osprey. Okay, we get to we get to see the incredible match. One of my favorite matches of the decade, and my my favorite match of 2016 was Osprey v. Saber uh, battling each other on WrestleMania weekend. It was the weekend of Cena and Shinsuke, but yeah, these two absolutely stole the show for me. And yes, anytime they lock up, I I, I look forward to seeing that.
0: Double championship match in Osaka, February 9th. Tetsuya Naido defending against Kenta. John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki. Hiromu versus Ryu Lee. Sonata versus Jay White. And Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay versus Taichi and
1: Zack Saber Jr. Okay, so the Naito and Kenta, is it for both titles? or Both titles. Or it... Okay, you got to put them both up. Okay. Mm, wow, so we, it could be all nothing night for Kenta and, and, and bring the titles back to Bullet Club. That could be that could be a huge deal. Yup. Divisional round, NFL. Let's go back into the. Let's get the wild cards out the way first. So, to me, I think the Bills lost that game more so than the Texans wanted. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> the inaccuracies of Josh Allen really came out in full display. You kind of saw what he can be when he's running the ball in the first half and then what he has to be and get better at when he comes to throwing the ball in the second half. Did the Bills get screwed at times? Yeah. I, I think the um, the whole thing with the, with the touchback at the start of the half, I think, was semi-mismanaged. The referee explicitly warned the Texans player that he's going to don't hand me the ball. And it wasn't even that. Like, the, that – Blindside block that they called—that was not a blindside block. That looked like a clean block to me. I thought that was clean. I thought that was poorly handled by the officials, and it was even by the rule book that that should have been a touchdown for the Bills uh, to start the second half, uh, and they—they they missed that up. I think it was Houston. Got, the high-end talent got it done, even with the Hopkins fumble. That the high-end talent got it done at the end, and, but it was, I think it was found out that once Josh Allen had to actually throw the ball, Buffalo was doomed. So, Houston Houston escaped, honestly. Can we not talk they about didn't... the
0: Eagles? Can we not? Can we not?
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it briefly. DK Metcalf was a beast. How, he met Rose, how are you? You messed up by not drafting him. Um, Seattle gets it done on the road again. They're 8-1 this year on the road. Uh, yeah, we so... had a chance
0: to draft DK Metcalf. That was a horrible
1: life choice. Yes, yeah, yes, so. it was. Let's see here. New Orleans, it was kind of hilarious that they got... Well, what? Uh, so that was a cheap shot. Yes, it was. It absolutely was. Yeah, and the fact that the NFL might not even find Clowny for it, what? Kind of... What? Are you are you here about this? I did not. They, they, they're they're mulling it over, and they haven't done anything to Clowny yet. Fuck them. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the NFL. Fuck the NFL. they' are people boycotting NBC because of the way that, that NBC NBC handled it horribly. By the way, that uh, it took fifteen minutes for them to actually mention acknowledge that uh that Wentz is even hurt, and then Michelle Tavoya not doing anything, not talking about the uh, incident with Clowney, and how she basically, basically was kind of like hero, thinking of him as a hero because he played through the injury that he had, as opposed to mentioning the injury that he caused, which I think was horribly, was horribly done. NBC yeah. did a bad job when it came to handling an injury, I will say. Uh, yeah, so Clowney might not even be fined. We'll, we'll, we'll see if he actually does, but they'll probably find him by now. I'm not sure he's going to get fined. They, they don't. They don't think he did anything wrong, which is really sad because he obviously did. Um. Okay. Getting back to it, the fact that men, the fact that New Orleans is out because of, of the rule that they basically caused and wasn't even it wasn't even enforced it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I, I think karma kind of was there a little bit of a push off. Yeah. It wasn't going to be overturned. It, it, that, that should not have been. A, I think ultimately a call of not calling capacity passing interference. I think was the right would have been the right decision. I don't think it was pass interference by Kyle Rudolph. Not enough. Uh it it was, it was some hand fighting on both parties, which I think is fine. But it was not enough to cause a pass interference. So I think the referees did the right thing, ultimately. <clears throat> but I say the best for last. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to say goodbye. We
0: they
1: they were met with with the cruel daggers from last week, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then this week, Derrick Henry, as the Ryans, Fitzpatrick, and Tannehill played the roles of the judges. The, uh, the juries were Brian Forez and Mike Vrabel. And Vrabel, by the way, with the Belichick move, uh, with the back-to-back penalties, I thought was awesome. Love that.
0: We, we, we were on the phone during that, and we were like, uh, Vrabel's out Belichicking Belichick right
1: <laughs> And it was genius that he did it. He did it to, us, he did it to his face in his house. And pissed off Belichick horribly. And, of course, the executioners being Derrick Henry and Devontae Parker as both guys completely destroyed what well, was thought to be an excellent defense in the Patriots as Parker and Henry made them look childish in back-to-back weeks. And then the, the piece de resistance being the pick six that Brady threw, the back-to-back weeks of, of Brady throwing pick six in former And was trying to excuse Tom
0: Brady's performance. <laughs>
1: Brady was not good. Brady was not good. He, he, when he had to make a throw, he he, he almost couldn't. There were there was, He made one or two good throws in the game, but he really he really just couldn't make any throws. I I, I think the, I'm telling you, I think they I think it's over. I think it's finally done. I think the dynasty is really dead. I I can't think of them. Are they a playoff team with Brady? Yeah. But I don't think of them as a favorite anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't think of them as a Super Bowl favorite. I don't think of them as like the invincible New England Patriots. And a Dolphins team that beat that got beat by them forty three to nothing in September, with the Foxborough and beat them. That that ought to tell you a whole lot. Uh, and a Dolphins team with not that, mind you with not as, nowhere near as much talent as they had this time last year, with the Foxborough and beat them. In a game that New England had to have, and a game that Miami really didn't have to have. I don't. I think this dynasty is done. Now are there the favorites to win the East? and Brady's back. Probably because we don't know how well Miami can build up in a year in, in nine months time, and we don't know. I don't think the Jets are ready, and you know, the Bills are only going to be ready if Josh Allen actually gets good at throwing a football. So they probably win the East, but it's not a guarantee. It's not guaranteed to me. They're going to win the East, and 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 winning yet again for the twelfth straight year. That's not a guarantee to me. I think I think they're they're as a favorite. I think they're done. Um, so the four games this weekend, divisional round. Now we can jump forward here. Uh, first I'll get to, I'll get to the NFC first. Uh, we've got the Vikings, Vikings. and the Forty ers which I think is good. That's a pretty good game right there. And the Vikings try to go to San Francisco and beat the Niners, I think the Niners are just too good. I think, yeah, the, Niners, I think the Niners. I like Niners the defense. Nice. I like the Niners' defense. I like the way that they they're playing right now. Minnesota did not All get lucky. All fresh teams. This is yeah, yeah. fresh. Well, the only there are only two Super Bowl winners left, and it's Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, and one of them's going to be going home after this weekend. So that that's that's think about that. You're going to have an all new AFC champion, whether it be Pat Mahomes, Ryan Tannehill, Lamar Jackson, or uh, imagine if
0: Ryan Tannehill wins the Super Bowl
1: in Miami, no less. The game's in Miami. That that would be something. That that would be that be a whole lot of something there. So. I do think that uh, San Francisco will get it done. I like, I like the Niners at home here. Niners, think, look, Jimmy G is playing pretty well. I, like the I way think Niners Seattle are and off. San
0: Francisco are going to
1: rematch. I do too. Uh, I, think the, I think the Green Bay looks suspect to me. Yeah, Green Bay is 13 and three, but you do not look like a 13 and three team. No. You look real suspect. The, the the Packers have played some teams. There have been a couple games where they should they absolutely should have lost, and, and they, they just don't. They just don't look right. The Lions, the Lions had them dead to the right, so the Lions for, realized, oh, wait, we could lose draft capital. So they, they chalked it and, and stuff like that. But they, they do not – honestly, they don't look like a 13-3 team. You, you simply don't look like a 13-3 team. I think Seattle beats win and beats them. They've been an excellent road team all year long. They, they're 8-1 on the road now. They've they obviously beaten Philly twice. They beat San Francisco on the road. They, they Seattle can win on the road. I got the Seahawks so, and, and on the road there too,
0: and that hey, five line is just mine.
1: <clears throat> it is, yeah. It definitely is. Titans so, Ravens. Now here's something. Uh, something I've learned watching Ryan Tannehill over the years: Tannehill against Baltimore is not a good thing for Tannehill. He has never done well against the Ravens. It doesn't it, it matter like what kind of team he's got with him or anything else, he has not done well against the Ravens. Now, to be fair to him and to Tennessee, the Titans, do have a very good offensive line, and Derrick Henry's basically been a sledgehammer, or as I called him last week, a steel guitar, obviously the whole Nashville thing, has uh, been a, kind of a steel guitar for Tennessee. The way Baltimore's rolling right now, they, they won 12 straight, Lamar Jackson's an MVP this year. Ravens, but it's a close game.
0: Ravens, close, yeah. And then Texans-Chiefs. I go Chiefs. Now, Kansas, now
1: Houston did beat them this year in Kansas City. Right. I don't believe – I think this is why Pat Mahomes was injured. So, I I'm going to try to confirm it, but I do believe Pat Mahomes did not play in that game. Yeah. And Houston, as I said earlier in this segment, Houston, I think, escaped that game against Buffalo where it basically Buffalo lost it more so than Houston won it. And yes, Houston got a little bit lucky with with a couple of uh, questionable officiating decisions. But I do believe that Pat Mahomes did not play in their first game at Arrowhead. And Pat Kansas Mahomes City got did an, play. A, he did play, okay. Oh, well, all right. Houston, Houston beat them straight up. Even with all of that, I'm still going to take Kansas City. Yes, Houston can play them tough. I think Houston will give them a run. Uh, For their money in Arrowhead. Kansas is a 10-point favorite. I think that's a bit high, personally. But I I think Houston will keep it within 10, but Houston will still lose. Yeah. So so that's my NFC and AFC Championship predictions. I'm going to be three of them from either West Division of uh, kid and the last one coming from Baltimore, so uh, I think it's going to be Mahomes versus Watts, Mahomes versus Jackson, and then Russell versus Jimmy G. Niners and Seahawks round three for the NFC title,
0: which is going to be bonkers. Twitter dot com slash
1: You dropped. Looks like a... you you said you had the same thing. Yes.
0: Twitter.com slash DJD Kooks.
1: Hello.
0: Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Twitter.com.
1: Yeah, Twitter.com slash Mike is where you can find me. I'll obviously be
0: Yeah, DJDcooks kooks is where you yeah, can. BeastMike
1: is where you can find me. And then yep, there's DJDcooks there. Uh yep, you will you can find me on Twitter.com slash Beast Mike. I will be obviously be tweeting about the respective games, uh, when they take place uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and obviously we'll be monitoring, monitoring uh, the Twitter sphere, for various other things that may go down uh as, as we go.
0: Any Nyquo moments
1: <clears throat> Um I don't think we didn't we really didn't have any big time NyQuil moments over the last week. Maybe I just heard this
0: weekend. <laughs> I just had
1: a NyQuo moment of the year. What's that?
0: McGregor is
1: coming up this weekend. Yes! Yes, it is! Yes, it is! McGregor's McGregor. winning the would... fight. Yeah, you would think, yeah, in theory, he should. He should, I like yes. Cowboy,
0: don't get me wrong, but I think McGregor should win this fight.
1: As, apparently, I'm getting love from the DC Defenders fan club on Twitter right now. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, the XFL coming up next month, and... I was kind of looking at, like, some of the XFL rules that are happening with the, with the kickoff returns and the actual You mean P-A-T. the ones that they're making up as they go <laughs> along? <laughs> kind of, sort of, yes. <laughs> they're kind of making them up on the fly. Some of them are okay, and some of them are – I like the, how they handle the PATs, where, like, you, you can do it in three different intervals. So I, think I think that's creative. I think that's different. I like that. And then you got the uh, – Okay, so they got the college rules for catches, shorter times. And then you got the, the fewer timeout things. And then, like, I responded to the XFL rules. Like, as a whole, I like them. I don't like the overtime thing as much. But I, I'd rather it be, like, overtime starting from midfield or something. But maybe this is a defensive guy in me. And I replied to them, like, I don't like As a whole, I like them now to pick a team. So the D.C. defenders responded to me and said, like, okay, they're built for these rules. Multiple sub 440 guys, 4.4 4, 4. 4 guys guy uh, wide receiver and running back with two very talented QBs and a 6'7", Tyree Jackson. And I think this team's going to be fast and fun. <clears throat> so I replied, all right, interesting. You're, you're a fairly local team because obviously you got New York and D.C., so you're fairly local. And then they responded to me trying to entice you with Penn State guys on the team. But also you'll like that we have Penn State football alumni on the roster. John Thomas, DeAndre Tompkins. Uh, let's see, we got, yeah, DeAndre Tompkins and Cole Farmer on the team. And then they probably say, we are your team. Clever. I like the aggressive pursuit the D.C. Defenders are coming at me with here. I respect it. Yeah. I respect the D.C. Defenders. You might actually be my team for the, for the XFL. Coming up on, November, on February 8th, by the way.
0: The week after Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. We'll see how those attendance numbers will go.
1: I, I just hope the league is good. I, I just hope the, the league is going to be good. Better than the AAF. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oof. And what even? Really, and, and and yeah. There really was only three teams the AAF that actually, actually do anything. Legitimately, there were only three good AAF teams. The rest of you were complete trash. It was it was. I think it was Birmingham, San Antonio, and I think the other what was the other one Arizona or something.
0: Arizona, but the one there? that Greg Ward was on.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Arizona. Yeah. It was Arizona, Birmingham, and San Antonio. They were the only three that could actually do anything. Every other AAF team was trash. Which one was Greg Ward on? I thought it was Arizona.
0: I thought it was Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Arizona. Because Greg Ward was on an AAF team. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah he, yeah, he was. He was nice. I can't believe we're talking about the Alliance of American Football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, not the alliance. the AAF, Yeah,
0: not the defunct Alliance. Not the defunct Alliance of American Football. Started because of the ESPN 30 for 30 on the XFL. Yep. My God, and the XFL is starting up again. The XFL,
1: and it's on Fox. Yeah, Fox got. Yeah, Fox definitely did get the rights to it. So. Mm. It doesn't surprise me considering SmackDown is on him. Um,
0: considering SmackDown
1: being on flats now, yeah, that doesn't shock me as much. Yeah. Well, I'm tired. Yeah, I think, we, I think we could call it a night. D-Cooks,
0: take it home. For Beast Mike, this is d D-Cooks. So long, suckers.